Welcome to Life Planning 101, brought to you by Kennedy Financial Services of Eastland. Tune in every Monday morning at 8.30 on KATX and again on Saturday morning at 9 on KATX and KWBY as Angela Robinson joins Terry Slavens to share important financial information to help you live life on purpose. Insurance, investments, estate and tax planning and much more. All covered now on Life Planning 101. And a very pleasant good morning. Welcome into Life Planning 101 right here on KTX KWBY. Terry Slavin's with you and joined as usual by the woman with the plethora of information. <laughs> well, I like that title. Plethora <laughs> of information woman. So, um, you know, it's actually, I was funny. I was thinking about this this morning because this is a show that obviously um, we have been on this topic for years, but it is constantly changing. And I thought, you know, really my shows every week are kind of like continuing education because I have to do so much research every week, right. you know, to get tuned up on what what's the latest and, and things like that. And this is, of course... Uh, one of those topics we're talking about identity theft of all things and you know people I think uh, tend to do one or two things when they hear identity theft they either say oh my gosh yes I've been a victim of that and it's important and I make it a priority in my life and or they have the attitude of "Eh, if it happens it happens well (laughs) let me just throw a figure at you to see what see what your thoughts are after this figure last year alone there was a billion dollar increase in increase. identity. Yes, increase in identity theft. Think wow. about that. A billion dollars of increase. So, you know, if you were of one of those that have says, well, if it happens, it happens, you might be singing to a different tune if you made up a million of that. You know, <laughs> if you think about it. Um, and, and if you think it won't happen or it can't happen, it can, absolutely. So um, there was actually a fraud study done by Javelin Strategy and Research, and it was put out uh, by LifeLock. That's who hired them to employ them to, to look at this. And they said 15.4 million Americans got affected by some type of identity theft last year. And there's all different kinds. Of it, there theft. is. There is. And my gosh, did you write my show? Because that's the second thing I'm going to talk about is how many types of identity theft there are but it is very very true and you know it just got me to thinking when we first um, wrote an article on this I I'd reviewed it from 2014 and it said you know 50 years ago there was no such thing right, right. identity theft really was if you just didn't burn your documents that you had at your house and you had dumpster divers and that was about the extent of it right, right? Um, or you think about uh, what was that great movie with Leonardo DiCaprio and Catch Me If You Can oh, yes. you know there, yeah. there's your type of identity theft that existed but really it's back to 30 years ago that we really didn't have much identity theft I mean 30 years ago the internet was a mere thought and that is what has increased yes it's made it explode the digital age yes absolutely explode and um i was at a conference last fall and i loved this story it has stuck with me because it is so true you know if you uh think about if you you were at a restaurant right say you had a drink and you kind of forgot and you left your credit card on the table and you walked away you'd probably be panicked once you figured out that you couldn't find your credit card right? right the funny thing is is that you are less likely to get stolen from if someone physically steals something from you or physic- if you le- physically leave right. something out and open than you are just being on the internet. 
think about online and right a lot of online shopping going on there. yeah isn't that crazy though i mean in, in all reality most likely someone's going to pick up that credit card or cash even and turn it into the hostess or the host and say hey someone left this here and it's going to be there when you go back for it right not crazy that's crazy. so it is crazy but this is the day and age that we live in and and back to your point terry okay so here's all the different types of identity theft that i could brainstorm from research from and i may be missing them want to know if you you know of another type um child id theft okay this is becoming and and people that are dead um, <laughs> this is becoming a really big thing. Nobody to blow the whistle if it exactly you just named it. You know, children are very vulnerable because it takes years for someone to detect that there's an issue. It's when they actually go to use their ID, right, or right. their their that they figure out, oh my gosh, my reputation, my credit, everything is gone right. i don't have it right um tax id theft uh this is a big one in fact um, my husband i know for a fact he's he's dealing with a situation right now we're personally and then um, we've had several clients that have ended up with their social security numbers being filed on for tax forms and it's crazy you know the stuff that happens out there but that is a big one these days um medical id theft People will actually file on you because they can't afford medical bills. That's a rough one. That is. Okay, think about the cost of medical. Woo! I think that million-dollar number could go up pretty quick, yes. you know, if they're filing medically on you. Senior ID theft, um, not a not a big surprise. You know, we, we often talk about, you know, that seniors fall victim to, you know, just like what we said 30 years ago, there was none of this that existed. And in reality, someone calls them at their house and says, you're late on your electricity payment. And if you don't give us your information right now to take care of this, we're going to file on your credit. What What are they going to do? They panic. I I witnessed this firsthand uh, um, on my trip to Illinois. My, mm-hmm. I came out of the bedroom and my mom was on the phone calling my older brother, and she was leaving a message that the IRS just called me. You know, and I was That's like, right. No, it's a scam. Yeah, it's the IRS does not make phone calls, by the way. And, and, <laughs> I like to say these people prey on the elderly. Oh, they I mean, P R E Y. Yes. You know, and uh, because they are, they do panic and they do give in. Yes. And, uh, and give information. And by the time people discover it, sometimes it's too late. It's too late, yes. So, you know, that is a big one. Social ID theft. And I know if you're on Facebook, you've probably seen this, maybe even been victim to it, that someone basically uses your identity and creates a whole new social media page about you. Hmm, Interesting, right? And post really rude (laughs) yeah. <laughs> things that you would never post yourself. That's you. exactly right. Uh, credit card ID theft. We're going to talk a lot about that one today because it's probably the most prevalent right. that's out there. And in fact, um, I've got some astonishing numbers on that when we get to that. Bank ID theft and, you know, credit your credit itself right. id theft and i think that one's a really important one to to touch on so we're actually going to go through today and let me see how many i have here i think i've got 19 total tips for you today 
to be able to help you clean up your credit. Now, don't be worried. We do have all this recorded. It's going to be in an article, so you'll have access to it as long as you have to memorize it. <laughs> but, but I think even if you took one or two today and started working on those and then do one or two tomorrow and, and keep working and kind of clean it up every quarter, do yourself a little audit. How yeah. am I doing on my identity theft? Because, you know, really, like I mentioned, if you're of that attitude, oh, it won't happen to me, or of that attitude, well, if it happens, it happens. I I fear for you because there is just too much out there that can be stolen. So um, be sure to tweet us at KFS Life Planning. We want to know, have you or someone you have known been a victim of identity theft? I'm curious to see if we have a no out there because I I really I don't know of anybody. So um, I'm curious to see if we have a no, but be sure to tweet us. And when we come back, don't miss the 19 tips that we have to help you prevent identity theft for you and your family. We'll be back right after this with Life Planning 101. Life Planning 101 continues on KTX KWVY. 19 tips we have for you 19 tips with identity theft. You know, at Kennedy Financial, one of the things we focus on most and, and really take pride in is protecting. Um, you know, that's the first thing that we do with families that we work with is deal with that protection layer and all that entails. And this is just one of those aspects. Identity theft is massive, right. can be massive, you know, and giving people a good system to be able to follow so that they kind of know, OK, if I make this part of my routine, this gets a little bit easier. Right. right. And so we wanted to share some of this because I don't think it should be held hostage information. It should be that everybody can be able to access this because it's too good. Right. So let's just go through some of these. We have 19 to get through. And again, you can always visit us at kennedy-financial.com. Sign up for our weekly life lessons. They will be listed there. That's probably the best source for you to go through them. First one, secure your social security numbers. Um, I I can't tell you how many times we get a brand new family that we're working with and we tell them, okay, we we need your social security cards. Oh, let me pull out my wallet and they've got it right there with them. Don't do that. Right. Don't carry your social security card in your wallet whatsoever or write down numbers of your checks or anything like this. You know, just give it out when it's necessary. I think I mentioned this on the show before. Your doctor's office asks for your social security number. You don't have to give it to them. They do not need it. Oftentimes, most places of business just identify you by a social security number. Say, can I just give you my date of birth? Right. So protect that social security number. It's extremely important. Number two. Two, pay attention to your billing cycles. You brought up something in the break, right? That, um, you know, if you, if you all of a sudden notice you're not getting a bill um, and you usually get a bill by this certain time or you get something out of order and it doesn't make sense, then that means that maybe somebody has interceded that information. So make sure you contact the provider or the sender and review your receipts, review your credit card statements, do it promptly so that you know you have you have a chance in tarnation, right? right. So <laughs> to, to do that, but that's really important. Just simple things, right? Um, number three, Storing your personal information in a safe place at home or work, not on your computer. I can't tell you how many people just put a spreadsheet of all their usernames and passwords on their computer. Big, big mistake. Someone hacks your computer, guess what? They have 
access to everything. That's exactly right. And that is the most common source of identity theft is hackers. Has been for the last 25 years since the internet was created. As soon as you open that email account, guess what? You get a suspicious email and get this. Okay, you're going to love this. I found a study by uh, TNS Global. They said 30% of Americans will open emails even when they know a message is malicious. Come on! <laughs> really? <laughs> so, But if that message is malicious, it can download a virus on you and you're done. You right. get all your information. Um, my brother, and I'm going to jump ahead because I may, I may actually, and I'll go ahead and use this one. So creating strong passwords because this goes hand in hand. Um, you know, you make your password at least 12 characters long. 12 characters long. Include numbers, symbols, capital letters, and don't have any kind of patterns. The most commonly used password in 2016, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. I kid you not, right? So, and don't share it with anybody. My brother, he owned Kennedy Computer Solutions here in town. Did a lot of networking for years. And he told me, he said, the best passwords you can have is safe or got password. Every time. Really? Yes. He said it's the best password you can have. Never memorize a password. Just forgot password every time. Just get a new password. He said, I know it's a little bit of a pain, but nobody will ever be able to hack your information if you never maintain a password, exactly. right? So I thought, hmm, that's pretty good. Otherwise, you know, if you create a long password, change it on a regular basis. The common rule of thumb is 90 days. Okay, and I know that's hard to keep up with, but again, that kind of goes back to having a physical record of it or just hit forgot password. Right. That's what a habit I've made, and yes, sometimes I get frustrated, but then again, I'm thankful when I don't have my identity stolen. Number, I guess I got off order here, four, one, two, three, four, five. Order your credit report once a year and review it to be certain that it doesn't include any accounts that haven't been opened uh, or just to make sure there isn't errors on right. your credit report. You know, that's a whole different show um, that we talk about with your credit, but it's extremely important. You can actually go on annualcreditreport.com. There's three main credit unions, and you can download your credit report once a, every four months. So you get all three and do once a quarter or once every four months, and then you can see there's something kind of going on on that activity, right? right. You do that for free. Don't click on your credit score. You don't need to know that. You just need to make sure your credit report is accurate. In good shape. That's exactly right. What about going to the IRS.gov and blocking your social security number? Did you know you can do that? So think um, we were talking earlier about if you're, you got your identity stolen to file a tax return, right? You can actually go onto IRS.gov and tell them I'm not filing my tax return yet. Block your, your social security number or your CPA can do it for you. And then it's secure until your tax return is filed. You have to do it every year. But it is a good little practice to get into, especially if you've already had it stolen once. Right. So you can go in and make sure that's done. Let's keep going. All right. I'm out of order, so I'm going to have to keep counting because I can't keep up with myself. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Okay. Make sure your devices are updated. That goes for your computers and your mobile devices. Um, this is often a thing I know it's a pain in the neck. Your device needs to be updated. Please secure it in a Wi-Fi connection, blah, 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 right. blah, right? And then you think, well, crud. But you need to do it. On your computer, a lot of people run off of old Microsoft programs, Windows uh, XP. If you have that, don't browse on it, okay? You need to at least have Windows 7 or newer because otherwise you're going to be more susceptible to getting viruses on your computer. 
Interesting. Very good. When we come back, you don't want to miss more tips to help you prevent identity theft. Good information here on Life Planning 101. Angela? Identity theft and ways to protect yourself. 19 to be exact. Be sure to go and uh, visit our checklist at www.kennedy-financial.com. And the thing to know is that identity theft is constantly evolving. And you got to realize that. Um, there's a great quote given by Stephen Cogshell that was the chief analytics and science officers at LifeLock, which sponsored the Javelin study we've kind of been talking about today. And he said, we think of stopping fraud like squeezing jello. When you stop it in one place, it squirts out somewhere else. <laughs> so, I thought that's a good analogy good to kind of remember, right? So let's get back to our list. Number eight, don't install apps on your mobile devices that request excessive permissions, such as the ability to silently send text messages or copy your address book. How many times do you use, are you uh, uh, hesitant to push that allow? Right. Think about that, right? Use a virtual private network, a VPN technology, when you're using Wi-Fi to actually go through a tunnel so you're secure when you're at a hotel room. Um, in fact, one of the most common places for people to be victims of identity theft are, are hotels. Not only when you are in your hotel room using Wi-Fi and the next door neighbor is stealing it from you, okay? But also when you're checking in. I mean, if you think about it, if people have enough money to go to a hotel, those are perfect credit cards, aren't they? Right. Ooh, think about that. That's a really important one. Um, Number 10, never open emails unless you know who sent it. Like we mentioned earlier, uh, 30% of people do it anyway, right? (laughs) If a website looks fishy, it probably is. Check with the Better Business Bureau. It takes you two seconds if you're unsure of something, right? Number 12, install the latest antivirus software on your personal computer and update it regularly. Find uh, find a software, okay, this is key, that has an anti-phishing software and a firewall included yes. in it okay and i know if you uh subscribe to like lifelock or identity you know those different deals they'll actually some of those come with that protection so it's worth looking into and they keep up to date which is nice number 13 never under any circumstances give any information over the phone to a random caller like we talked about if the caller says they're calling on behalf of a bank or a credit card company or anything else hang up and then go get your bill call the number that's on that bill okay and then see if there's a real problem so never give any information only send outgoing mail directly through your post office not through your box at your house and if you're going to be gone for a while tell the post office that you're going to be gone for a while get them put on a vacation hold and then you don't have mail sitting in your box for a number of days it's a lot safer to do things that way Number 15, never simply throw away important important documents, okay? Always shred them, burn them. Dumpster diving is still very much alive, and we forget that in the day of technology. It's easy just to throw a credit card bill in the trash. Think again. (laughs) Number 16, examine your bank statements and credit card statements closely and often for abnormal activity on your accounts. I look once a week. I always get on once a week and just look at my credit cards, look at my bank statements, make sure nothing looks crazy. I keep it on my phone where it's secure and I'm good. 
you know, it doesn't take me two seconds just to scroll through there. Are those my expenses? Yep. Spending too much money. Click off and get out, right? Get depressed. Don't want to spend any, do it, do it on Friday. That way you don't spend any money over <laughs> the, the weekend. weekend. Right? Okay. Works as a double dip. Number 17, think about opening an account with either, I, you know, an identity theft prevention, like a LifeLock or Identity Guard. Both of those companies offer a comprehensive identity theft prevention that offers a million dollars of loss reimbursement in some form or fashion. I would be conscientious, though. LifeLock is not an insurance. It's a guarantee if you follow under these circumstances. Identity Guard actually has a true insurance on their plan. So even though you hear LifeLock a lot on the radio, you might be better off kind of doing your homework, Homework. comparing uh, what works better. Number 18, okay? And this is probably the most uh, modern piece. So if you have scanned your credit card in something... Your identity is out there, just so you know that. Right. It's a matter of time. It's in a big pool, and someone can pull it down any minute and start using your credit cards. It's out there, okay? There's also um, what are called RFID signals that are on your strip, and people can be on the street with one of these little contraptions. And you, yeah, you don't even know it, and they're just pulling it out of your wallet, okay? So you can go and buy you a wallet or a purse that blocks that activity, that helps you protect it. And what I would suggest, really, if you've had some victim, if you've been a victim already, and even if you haven't, you know, you might just want to consider if you're starting over, start over. Get all your credit cards, rip them up, get new ones, and get yourself that wallet. The other thing is Apple Pay, Samsung Pay, all of these that use a thumbprint, hackers haven't figured out how to get into it. It's the only thing out there where your credit cards are still secure. Wow. Yes, those chips, not secure. They've already hacked it, okay? It's the thumbprint that's the matter. So think about that, okay? I want to leave you with this. One little saying. An ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. We all know that, right? So just do yourself a favor. Try one or two of these things. If it's nothing else, just set up Apple Pay, okay? (laughs) Help yourself out a little bit. I promise you it'll be worth your while. Be sure to tweet us at KFS Life Planning. We want to know if anybody out there hasn't been a victim of identity theft. I'm just curious. Yeah. So I'd be amazed, right? We'll let you know on next week on the show. My name is Angela Robinson with Kennedy Financial Services here in Eastland, Texas. We hope everyone has a great week, and God bless you. Thank you for joining us for Life Planning 101, brought to you by Kennedy Financial Services of Eastland. Tune in every Monday morning at 8.30 on KATX and again on Saturday morning at 9 o'clock on KATX and KWBY for more Life Planning 101. Advisory services offered through Smart Money Group, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Securities offered through Calton & Associates Incorporated, member FINRA, SIPC. Kennedy Financial Services Incorporated is an independent of Calton & Associates. Is Incorporated and Smart Money Group LLC.